and we're live with Be Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guest. Angela Vaschetti is a physical fitness yoga instructor and licensed massage therapist specializing in wellness for older adults. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, Angela Fischetti. Thank you for having me back, Amy. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you are here today. You have had such a journey. Now, you were on a previous broadcast with us. I'm going to put links to that where you did office chair yoga. Mm -hmm. But today, Angela's going to talk to us about her healing journey and teach us that we have more power over our health than what we've been told. Angela, I mean, you confronted a lot of health issues. Now, you guys pay attention because if you know anybody <laughs> with any of these things, this is going to help them. And, and this is a long list. And, and Angela's joking about it now, but it was it's serious stuff. So mm -hmm. you've had issues with your thyroid, osteoporosis, ovarian cysts, insomnia, eating disorders, mental health issues, a liver tumor, and other challenges that I haven't even talked about that you're going to tell us about. When did you discover that your health was declining? The biggest realizations occurred probably around 2017, 2018. That is more from the physical perspective. The emotional stuff, I, the emotional stuff was, uh, dates back quite some time to, I would say about 1990. 91. The insomnia dates back to when I was four. So it's 60 years of it. So uh, where would you like to start, Amy? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, we would have to do episodes to keep up with you. Insomnia is a big deal. Right. And, it's and a huge deal. Yeah. And there are people that have to deal with that throughout their lives. They have things that they're t talking about. And I'm going to be having some guests coming up talking about what they call sleep hygiene. Right. And there are some things that you can do to help deal with the challenge of insomnia, but not everybody can. And sometimes when you have doctor's interventions, it can even make it worse instead of better if they're trying to medicate you. So, but insomnia, it is a big deal. And today we're going to be talking about how you healed a lot of the things that you dealt with with a whole food plant-based lifestyle. Style. Mm -hmm. It doesn't heal everything, right? But it and, does make and, things a little better. Something absolutely, and, and to be, I need to be forthcoming with the audience because the insomnia did affect my memory. This has been over three decade process. It's been over a three decade process, and some help in trying to remember some more of the specifics as to like, oh yeah, that's when this happened and when that's happened. Because when you're in it and you're living it and you're going forward with your life and you're taking steps to get better, I don't dwell on the past. I don't dwell on all that stuff that's like, okay, the date is absolute minutia in comparison to what has to be done to forge forward in a healthy manner. I also, I think too, Amy, it comes down to a little bit disconnecting with the former self who bought into some of the crap and bought into some of how the system looks at mental health. And I got swept up in the medicinal aspect of all of that for 25 to 28 years. And then later on in life, I had I now have to deal with the after effects of all those drugs, of all those psychotropic drugs. What people have to understand is when I first went on psychotropic drugs, it was- And now uh, this tell everybody why you had to go okay. on them. So they because, understand. all right, started though with the insomnia, okay? The sleepless pattern. The sleepless pattern was four, one to four hours a night. For years upon years upon years. Now I get a fifth hour. I get up to go to the bathroom. That fifth hour, by the way, yeah. is night and day for me. It yeah. puts me into another way of, oh, okay, this is a little more clarity today upon waking. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is, is that I had the emotional binge eating, 
anorexia, bulimorexia, which is what they called it back then for like when you abused exercise and uh, to try to, you know, work off all the calories. We know you can't do that, right? No, back right. then. You can outrun a bad diet. That's it, kiddo. <laughs> that's it. You can't, you know. And and now I use a lot of exercise for a whole nother different reason. It's all about a calm, stable brain. Then it was um, this disordered way of eating. And I actually put myself into a rehab. I went into an addictions rehab in uh, about 1992, had gotten married, marriage fall apart. And he too was an addict, but he wasn't ready to take his steps. But I was. Having learned from Dr. Jen Hawk that through recovery, you're going to have to have relapse. There has to be relapse with recovery. I went to a rehab that was set up by Kundalini Yoga Sikhs. And I, because at that point I was interested in yoga, wanted a non-medicinal approach to healing and through help with addiction. So I chose a facility out in Arizona and it was on a farm. Part of the program was, I mean, th you were patted down by the way, when you entered, I mean, it's a rehab. There's no joke. All right. Mm. Just because it's yoga based doesn't yeah. mean they're not doing their job because these were MDs. These were RNs who happened to be in the Kundalini line of yoga seats. Right? Tell everybody about a little bit about Kundalini. Sure. So Kundalini yeah, yoga is, is not Hatha yoga. It's not the downward facing dog. It's not the tree pose. These are the poses that people are used to. Yes. Kundalini yoga now as a licensed massage therapist, all these decades later, I realize targets the endocrine system, targets the glands of the body. So you could be sitting in a pose for them in a seated cross-legged with your elbows bent, arms up like this, and you'll be doing, <laughs> but as fast as you can go, wow. 15 solid minutes in an unair conditioned barn mm. in on a- That's quite a distraction from your problems. <laughs> You can't, you don't have time to think about crap. All right. You are absolutely right. That's the point you get. But it's also like from a physical perspective, you're ringing out, you're ringing out your mm. gland, your glands. Yes. And that's what addicts need is to wring all that crap out and to detoxify. Yeah. So yeah. you were required to do 12 step meetings. You were required to do um, some like private therapy. You were required, check this out to do massage therapy. You were required to do the yoga classes. This was all my influence over these years. Mm -hmm. And the you had to do two to three one-hour kundalini yoga classes daily. Wow. And, oh, it was just a trip. Okay. Yeah. And the, and really the food, good. the food was vegan, vegetarian, and there were no medications prescribed. It was all like uh, herbal protocols that were designed for each individual person. You do want to talk about being ahead of their time. I'm yeah, talking 30 amazing. years ago. Yeah. Now, I'm not- So now, were you vegan or vegetarian at that I, time? By that, at that point, yeah. I went vegetarian, split second, after I got done reading Diet for a New America. John oh, Robbins. Like John I loved, Robbins, I would yeah. love to know how many people that guy turned, you know what I mean? And it was immediate. And so I went to the rehab, that eating style was, was fine by me. It was no problem at all. Yeah. However, the marriage failed and, um, we, I came back, we were still in it, you know, mm -hmm. but we went into the process of divorce and eventually I relapsed. I relapsed. And when sure. I tell you that I relapsed, the relapse was always back to cheese. Isn't that interesting? Cheese is like a pleasure trap food, right? So it's the salt, the oil, and sugar. And that would haunt me for a while until I discovered something else that there's no turning back, which was sofas free. That process of relapsing and we got divorced and I needed another place to live. And in your story, about things that you went through. I mean, you've gone through more than your fair share of things and you still seem to have such a positive outlook on things. I think that this is just going to be so inspiring for everybody to hear because so often people trying to regain their health or they're trying to maybe change their lifestyle. Some people who are watching may be interested in adopting whole food plant-based lifestyle, which we'll mm -hmm. talk about a little later. And some people say, well, you know, I had so much trauma in my life that 
I can't handle these kinds of changes and I need food to soothe me or I can't exercise because I feel sad all the time and I don't have the energy. I mean, there are things that you're going to be talking about that you overcame. Still, you marched on and, and did what you needed to do. So you had the insomnia. Now, did you have any other health issues at that young age? Not really. Right. It was okay. really that, you know. That, that um, right. So then um, when did the other health issues start? The eating disordered stuff started happening around like 30, 31, 32. Mm, that's right? so interesting. So Isn't you survived it? your teenage years. Right, exactly. So right. then what happened in your 30s that, that uh, gave you Well, the- part of it is um, I, I was actually in theater for quite a number of years professionally. I was also very much into fitness. I discovered Jane Fonda. And in the motel room, I would play the Jane Fonda cassette tape and work out. And that was where that sort of like that love of fitness started kicking in and reminding me of that feeling of when I was a very athletic as a kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that never left me. Even when I uh, was in the eating disordered stuff. And let me tell you, sometimes, Amy, I would look at my exercise equipment and just want to kill it. I'd want to break it because I'd sometimes look at it like the enemy, but I knew it wasn't. I always knew it was the way out of all of this crap that was going on in this sort of discombobulated way of thinking, right? But you see what had happened then is after that other relapse, I moved, I moved into the apartment with my, uh, that my grandparents owned. I went to go see a psychiatrist. This was, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put it at 92, 93. The reason why I'm saying that to you is because that's the time frame when Patty Duke made famous, um, lithium, her diagnosis of manic depression. Well, guess what I got diagnosed with? The diagnosis of the decade. The diagnosis of the decade. But you see, back then, it wasn't the, the, the what I call the flavor of the month that it became now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Back then, it was rarely diagnosed, but I got it. Mm-hmm. I got the diagnosis, and I bought into all of that crap around that diagnosis. Well, I mean, so, you would think because I, you had the insomnia, right? So right. That, 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 yeah. that might and I had good. very, you yeah. know having gone through the divorce and being American Italian, being from Brooklyn, being in Aries, you know, I, I'm a bit of a hothead. I'm kind of, I have a, a, a temper and I can fly and I am very, I could be very emotional, but, yeah, but if you have insomnia and you're only working on four or five hours of sleep, right? That, that alone will do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. You got it. Exactly. So that's where things start to get like muddied, like what really was going on here? Right. Mm. So, but I go on this lithium and this then starts another 28 year cycle of so many different psychotropic drugs, you know, and people have to understand that there weren't like a the way that we could plug in something now on Google and plug in it and go, what are the side effects of, I don't know. I'm just told, Hey, this helped Patty Duke. The psychiatrist thinks it could help me. Okay. I'll go on it. You know, and I was only on lithium for about two years. I just got cycled and cycled and cycled. This said, it doesn't mean that I stayed in this place of heightened emotion. There were times like I would, um, like about 1995, I started feeling better. And, and by 96, guess what happened? I, t- I went from a relapse and slowly recovered and just felt better and better and was working out. Having my students was definitely immersed since 91, ni- actually since 90 in a senior sport program at Eastern Athletic Clubs up in Brooklyn Heights. I ran it. It was we were so far ahead of the game on senior fitness. And um, I was working with seniors for the next 11 years. I started this at 30 years old. I'm 64 now. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working with their doctors, with their 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 uh, physical therapists. If they did acupuncture, whomever was the healthcare practitioner that knew them best, I was working with them. I know, I knew back then you got to call the surgeon. You got to find out if these movements are contraindicated for this medication, because back then there wasn't Google. I'm going to look up the med, right? I'm going to have to go to the physician desk reference and read about it. And those, those words sometimes were like 
convoluted. So I'm like, I really got to get my answers from the doctor. So I learned early on in my profession not to be afraid to reach out to the medical community for help on yeah. this. I have to work with your client and your, your patient. Your patient, my client, is entrusting themselves with me, but I take my work seriously, meaning I need to know what's contraindicated regarding your medications and movement. I need to know if there are contraindicative movements for your condition. And then I would love a little advice on what do you suggest I do with your patient? What do you think would be a good thing for them? All right. Mm -hmm. And those are usually the things that I ask. And to this day, this is how I work with my clientele, which is still the same clientele in theory, meaning with the same conditions, same age groups. I have clients that are with me over 20 years. I have a client, Amy, that was my client in Brooklyn for, we couldn't even calculate. It was de definitely over 10 years. So my point is, is that work back then was the groundwork for what's driven me my whole professional life. And I have to tell you that the connective thread for me, for inspiration, for motivation are my clients, because you want to talk about finding the gumption and the fight within to continue on. I got people who are getting body parts removed and they're still working out. All right. And active cancer and, and sugar issues and, 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 and cognitive impairment. And it, the list goes on and on. None of them takes an out. None of them. And if they try to take an out, I call them on it. Well, you've you've had many opportunities to take it out. Right. And, and let me tell you been through and, and, that's, and that's what it's about. I have. And it was a point saw, in my life. Yeah. I, I, I tried pulling that crap for a little while mm -hmm. or just a little while. And I was like, I don't like this victim crap. I don't care what you call it, trauma, whatever. That's just crap. You got to take steps. You got to stand up. You got to speak for yourself. And you got to be a self-advocate when it comes right. to health. Because there are many ways of looking at an issue. So I'm definitely down and with respecting the medical community for their help and their guidance as it pertains to scans, testing, etc. I don't right. follow the path anymore for myself regarding medicine because mm -hmm. I trusted that path and that path kicked me in the head. Yeah. Now, come, of course, 2017, 2018. Right. And you're not giving out medical advice and nor are you telling people to do what you did. You're just right. talking, telling the story about your experience, at least to spark some interest in people that if things aren't going well in the way that they're addressing it traditionally, that they might think about other modalities to incorporate into their healing journey. Right. So you had, you had the insomnia, you had the eating disorder and the addiction, and then you were on the lithium for two years. And many other psychotropic meds after mm. that, right? For 25, oh. 28 years. And, you know, today's day and age, I can't even tell you what those those medications are anymore because mm -hmm. they've turned, they're churning them out a dime a dozen now. Yes. All right. And the issue for me now at this stage of my life is the FDA approves of psychotropic drugs just too quickly. There's mm -hmm. not enough testing on them. I am your 30-year test. I am your study on lithium. I am your study. Okay. I could, I mean, if, I think I should just get into what all that stuff is and to, to bring people up to date and I can tie in other stuff from the past too, but I think it's important because, um, my work now, uh, particularly like uh, the work that I'm doing with chef AJ's platform with feel fabulous over 40 in particular, the women have so many issues that I understand. And it's, it's, it's almost as if it's like, it's all encompassing. And is there any way out at all? You know, and yeah. there is, there is. All right. You know, so what happened with me, Amy was, you remember Hurricane Irma? I had, was just about to graduate from massage therapy school. Just to give you an up to date, I went to school at 55. I went to massage therapy and, and it's never um, too late to make a change in your life. Yeah, no, actually, right? wait a minute. That's a fib part. Pardon me. At 55, 
I hit ageism. I lost so much of my work. And it was also because it was on the heels, I believe, I had another relapse because my very best friend in the world, and I had a household of many cats, and I lost the three of them in one year and moved right Mm -hmm. into my best friend down here. Now, by then, I've been been living here since 2001, and um, my best friend down here got diagnosed with a very rare form of melanoma, mucosal. So she got diagnosed in 2010. I completely let myself go. I I was raw vegan again for another five years living here. I let myself go so completely and just focused on her. And I I stayed with her a lot in hospice. And I just, I gained, well, then it was like 30 pounds. Now after my whole process and of being sofas free with Chef AJ and stuff, it was actually 42 pounds heavier. I was 162 pounds. And how tall are you? Five, seven and three quarters until a car accident. Oh, yeah. I, I thought I, you were going to do a, a getting older joke because usually people mm, do it getting no. older. I was this tall and then I no, you know, lost it. No, in a it oh, was. I yeah, oh. I, I got T-boned. I'm now five foot six and like something. Okay. You know? Yeah. But w- during her process, I let myself go. I had told her if uh, I want to become a licensed massage therapist and I would like to uh, specialize in what was then now then called oncology massage. They're not allowed to call it now that anymore, legally, mm-hmm. whatever, for whatever reason. She said to me, you do that and I'll pay for it. So what happened was uh, she passed. And at 57, I went back to school and I went to, I'm, I'm going to say, because I'm so proud of it. I went to Educating Hands, which was considered the number one private massage school in all of Florida. Uh, and I'm not going to hide anything, okay? I started hearing voices, and I thought I was schizophrenic. Oh, yeah. You, okay. Of course. And and I thought, wow, what does this come down to now? And my massage yeah. mentor knew it, okay? She knew it. And it turned out that one of my colleagues at school said to me, do you ever think it's your medications? And I just was like, huh. You've been taking it for how many decades? I, right. I don't even, even right. think you think about your medications at that point. It's just a part of your everyday life. And I just thought, wow. That's when I did start to hit Dr. Google. And I started looking stuff up going, okay, so this is where the disclaimer comes in. Don't do what I did. All right. I weaned myself off of all this crap. Oh, wow. And, and yeah, I was that's supposed I, to be done with a guidance of a professional. And let me tell you, I was seeing a shrink. Uh-huh. Okay. How are you doing with your medications? You taking your medications? Yep. I lied through my teeth. Aye. All right. That's true. Yeah. I'm forthcoming. I lied. And it. I took two and a half years. I did it slowly. And it just so happens that worked for me because the medication never helped me with the sleep and it just made other issues worse for me. And so that's what I did. Again, I'm not ever going to tell anybody, not a client, not a friend, not an anybody to try that because I had withdrawals, absolute withdrawals. So don't do it. But what was the saving grace for me, Amy, was the exercise, was the sweat, was the putting that energy into another way that actually helps to heal the body. When Hurricane Irma hit, and we were just about at the end of school, the night before we evacuated, I collapsed in pain. I got, I just dropped to the floor in writhing, I mean, writhing pain, like somebody took a hot iron, and just rammed it into the lower left portion of my abdomen. And I, I had to get my act together. I still had to pack. I had to evacuate. And while I was in the hotel, I was collapsing. It, it was happening. I was there like a week. It was just awful. And I stayed like that, Amy, 
like an idiot for a couple of months because I was like, I got to graduate. I got to mm. take my board. Then I'll do this other stuff and tend to it. That's basically what I did. All right. Mm. So I got the license and then I tended to what was going on. And I uh, went to basically a clinic and I did some blood work. I saw a PCP at the time, a primary care physician, but he um, didn't want to give me any scan. A client of mine was a cancer surgeon and she just gave me an off the cuff exam in her apartment. And she said to me, uh, you need this, 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 and this. And he didn't want to give them to me. And I said to him, if you don't give me these, I'm taking this elsewhere because I knew he was blowing me off because at that point I had lost some weight. I lost significant weight. I probably lost like 20 pounds by then. Okay. And I had, that was about when I discovered Chef AJ 2018. Sofas free means salt, oil, flour, alcohol, sugar free. So on I was top of I was, being whole food plant based where you're on top of being yeah. whole food plant. Exclusive. So you lost weight. You would think, okay, since you right. adopted and that, I was back to working out. I looked yeah. fit. So he's looking at me like, I'm not giving you any. And I told him, I'm going to take it elsewhere. If you don't give me these scans, because I never demanded anything like that before from a yeah. doctor. And he said to me, sounds like a threat. I said, you're going to take it as a threat. I told him. And then he, he looked at his, he, there was a, a, a young resident from a hospital he worked in and he looked at her and he said to give her what she wants. So we piled on the scans for, you know, the, the throat and for down the, at the abdomen and the uh, vaginally, I mean, everything you can think of. Right. And in a, within a three month period, I get the following results, <laughs> but I do want to tell you that I decided after I got my blood work done at, at a hospital, I decided I was going to go a little bit beyond that because a dear friend of mine is a, a raw foodie, a raw vegan, and he was friends with Chris Walk. And, and Chris, Chris Walk, I've had him on the show. He there you go. has a book called Chris Beat Cancer. So he adopted a plant-based lifestyle and he was able to overcome a lot. And you can, I'll put a link to that interview with him. Go ahead. Great. I joined his square one program because mm -hmm. I didn't know at the time if I had cancer or not. And mm -hmm. I just thought, well, if I do, I'm just joining this and I'm going to get the ball rolling on what I have to do. Okay. So I, what I did is I went to a biochemist, went to go see the biochemist by the name of Dr. Emile Shandell. I think they had something like a life profile for blood work. And then they had a cancer profile. Mm. I did both. I did. Yeah, both. Right. We may I just as well. thought, right. Blood work comes back and he sat with me and said, um, okay. So I'm, I, I was every vegan's nightmare on blood work. So here we go. Low B12. No. Oh, go. High, wow. high homocysteine. Okay. And they often go together, which means because homocysteine is an enzyme of the heart. So if you have high homocysteine, what can happen is, um, in my case, Dr. Shandell looked at me and said, well, you work out a lot. You're not a candidate for cardiovascular disease, but you are a heart attack waiting to happen. And I'm like, okay, doc. And I thought, okay, but now I cut that from what I understand about it. Now I know that to be kind of true. Okay. And so it's just that that was the way he put it. That's okay. Don't coddle me. Just be direct. He, he, he looked at blood and urine analysis and he said, you have the osteoporosis of a 90 year old. So, okay. All right. I, I, right away in my head, I'm calculating. I'm going, okay, you got to get, even though I've gone back into working out, I've gone back into weightlifting and right with, away. I went, If you have good muscles, then you probably won't have osteoporosis. Well, kind of, it probably, it could still right, happen because you can so look so That's fit, why you were talking right? about the weightlifting because you knew that building strong bone is correlated with its muscles. Right. Because I had been weightlifting before for many years. Mm -hmm. I just let it go and I was focusing more on the cardio to lose weight. Right. Mm -hmm. So as soon as he said it, I went, weights. I just immediately said, okay, I know what I got to do, doc. It's okay. I know what I have to do. You know, cause he's like, you're all right with all this. I'm telling you, I'm like, yeah, just tell me because I know what I'll have to do then. And, or you I take orders very well. Just give me the marching orders and, and I'm there it is. It. There yeah. it is. And, and then I'm like, okay, cause then I know who I have to go talk to. 
who mm-hmm. else I have to get advice from, you know? And mm-hmm. so, and then he tells me you have, uh, I, at that point I knew I had already had thyroid nodules and he looked at my numbers and he said, eh, you, I know they're telling you they're small, those thyroid nodules. He's about, I'm telling you now in about seven years, that's your thyroid cancer. Because I came back with high cancer markers and I showed thyroid and I believe it was ovarian. There was one other that even the doctors like in in, in the medical community were like, there's another high cancer marker, but we can't figure it out. Okay, whatever. So he told me about those high cancer markers. He told me I had low D3. Amy, I had low protein. That's not supposed to happen. Right. Low protein. But you know, you must understand that Linda's whole process, I ate vegan, vegetarian junk. D- junk. And that's Void. why you're calling it vegan, vegetarian, and you're not calling it whole food, plant-based. That's exactly it. Those that's are right. different. Those are totally different. And I, it was like nothing healthy came down the chute. So no wonder why I had low protein because- well, yes. There was no nutrition going into me. Right. You just and eat a lot of vegan processed foods and not chunk. anything. Yeah. In a package, open it up, throw it away. You know, that was yeah. it. And um, I also had uh, a protein, low calcium. So I had every single thing that a, a vegan has historically, like, ah, that's what you get because, you know, you're going vegan. No, that's what you get for eating crap and not taking care of yourself. All right. I'm not hiding by excuses for anybody else. However, when I found out the results then of the scans, that was another story. So I told you about the two thyroid nodules. Then there was also an enlarged um, lymph node in the throat, then in the neck, and then um, start moving down the body. There was a hemangioma, which is a tumor. I was, it was first presented to me as you have a tumor in your liver. And, but I later found out it's a hemangioma. So when I looked up hemangioma and then I started talking about it with the doctors and I said, listen, this, it, this could have been congenital. So that means that it's my blood vessels in the liver are like this. They're in a ball. But the function is fine. They, my liver enzymes, my liver blood right. work. You've been, you've been working with excellent. this for your whole life. So it's excellent. Right. <laughs> um, so it's not like I, I, but it's, it's like, you know, you, you're going to watch that now make sure you, t- okay, fine. I understand. I also came back with, I'm going to show like a portion size of my fist ovarian cyst on the right ovary mm. was that. On the now, left, were you at that time were you salt free? Gotten diagnosed around 2000, fully 2018 into 19. Okay. So I had just gone sofas free in 2018. You must understand that yeah. this crap has been growing in me yes. for a long freaking time. Right. Now, so it could have even been bigger before you changed into the whole food plant-based sofas free. I don't and, know. And I don't know. Discovered it. It may have been in the shrinking mode and, and it's oh, possible. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how it had room because I'm not done with what they found inside there. Oh. Right. So on the left ovary is two more cysts stacked and they create the size. I love how they presented it to me in my lingo. Well, this one is the size of a small orange on the right. And the two on the left are the size of a grapefruit. I guess, you know, it was my brain. At least I can understand then the size of the stuff. So there's two on the left ovary, the size of a grapefruit. I found out that the sigmoid colon, which is right near there, is tortious. So therefore, when the cysts would spasm, and they do, they rotate when they spasm. They're kind of, they're kind of playing knock hockey with the sigmoid colon. So when I, uh, it's a little TMI, when I have to go defecate, when the spasm would happen, it was screaming pain, just mm. screaming pain. Okay. And and then the other thing they found in there, there was an interesting cavity going on over here, right? Um, They found very thickened, very thickened uterine lining. 
there's several aspects to a diagnosis for uterine cancer. Doctor, in fact, Dr. Elizabeth Fontaine, who I fell in love with her by way of your broadcast. Yeah, okay? we've had her on. And, and, and she broadcast. wrote me one time in a plant-based telehealth thing. She goes, it's not the only indication of uterine cancer. And she was clarifying things for me, which mm. really helped me. So, um, but it's one of the things that is looked at is the thickness of the uterine yeah. lining. Mine was thicky, thick, thick on top of these other, other massive size, you know, big cysts in that, in here. And it's like, I'm 120 pounds. Where's yeah, where this is stuff all going? This you know? Yeah. And so, so anyhow, what I did, and I think it's important to share what I did as far as how do you, how do you handle all of this one time? And by the way, the left breast had very, very dense tissue since, mm. wait a minute, since I was 16. Now, what was the diet back then? It was Italian. It was the sad diet, the standard American diet, but it was the standard Italian diet. Mm -hmm. It was more cheese and you can know what to do with all that cheese, right? Mm -hmm. And all the dairy. So, and I got my period at 10. Back mm -hmm. then. That was so unusual for uh, early menses back then. Now, girls are getting it even earlier than that. Six, but that four, was, yeah. right. It's crazy what's going on today. But back then I was 10 and I was fully grown at that age. I mean, I was taller than my teachers. So, so you were, had the dense tissue, breast tissue. 16. 16. Yeah. Well, I, I, one of the modalities I chose was castor oil pack treatments. This is on the skin, right? Not yes, not nothing this internal. Is no, topical. this is topical. Okay? okay, and and to understand, Amy, because I still have seven masses in my body, I have to eat. There is not a thing in here that is not whole food plant exclusive. That is not the full plant. You know, that is let, not let the real deal. Let's tell everybody who's watching in case they don't know what whole food plant based is. Let's just. Go ahead and tell them what. Okay, what so it is actually eating plants in their plant form. Um, I don't eat anything processed. I don't eat anything that in a bag was, or a box or a crinkly okay, package. Uh, okay, uh, forthcoming, <laughs> forthcoming. Uh, uh, I'll have a, a boxed uh, pre-cooked beans. Yeah, uh, unsalted, no salt. Right, but plain. you only have uh, just a couple of ingredients on the ingredients list if it does come in a package. If it comes in a bottle, let's say it's like a, a marinara sauce. So, yeah, I, I need a little Italian, okay? All it is is tomato. uh, or, organic tomatoes, and maybe it's uh, some tomato like paste or something, mm -hmm. but all organic, you know, unless it's EWG approved, the, the environmental working group, right. Mm -hmm. On their clean 15 dirty dozen. So the same thing applies to the, um, alternative, uh, modalities that I choose. And I consider that all part of the lifestyle because even down to my essential oils, right. These are from plants. These are organic. I pick specific brand that I work with and deal right. with, you know, and, and, um, I'm so choosy about all of it. And so I, I do castor oil packs. I lie down. I have a full body. I'll call it a healing pad. It's a heating pad, but there's no EMF and the heating component are, um, jade discs, not, not coils, not electric coils. And I lie down in a full body heating pad. And on the front side of me, I have a full torso size heating pad that covers the liver. I have a heat, I have a castor oil pack on the liver, on the ovaries. I have a castor oil pack on the outer left quadrant of the breast. And um, then there's castor oil pack on the thyroid and a smaller heating pad, all from one company, all, all no EMF, EMF, all either, um, Jade disc or crushed tourmaline. I have an infrared sauna by that same company and it's crushed tourmaline. Yeah. And there's a lot of, a lot of research now showing the benefits woo! of infrared saunas, not, not just for the things that you're treating, but just for good health in general. For That's right. And, and, and to understand that living here in Miami and Miami beach and getting my produce 
It's all in plastic and that's all endocrine disruptors. Right. And, and, it, and especially organic. If it's organic, it seems like they have to wrap it in plastic, which is I know. very frustrating. I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, is that my masses are all, almost all endocrine related. So mm. I'm, that's my food. That's where I get my food. Okay. And therefore that's why I do infrared sauna probably six out of seven days a week, you know, so by, so by adopting this lifestyle, you haven't healed and gotten rid of everything that, that has no, but I got I, my body. Not. I'll tell you, but I will tell you this. Okay. Several things have occurred. I'm no longer osteoporotic. I have age appropriate osteopenia. That's a vast yeah. difference. And let's stop here for a second. Hold up your purple cast. Cause you recently fell, right? Right. Now, if you had had this osteoporosis and the bone density of a 90-year-old, I mean, what would that fall have been like? I think probably the bone would have been completely shattered, all right? Because my concern is from the fall is, okay, I shattered, not, not shattered, I fractured the scaphoid bone, uh, which is a carpal bone of the wrist. Now, this is a typical osteoporotic site to fracture. However, we've done scans of this since the accident and it's still showing osteopenia. So it wasn't mm -hmm. that it fractured because of osteoporosis. The doctor said I had three hand surgeons, okay, who all looked at the x-rays and the CT scan and all that stuff. And um, my, the, the, the person that I'm dealing with now, the, the, the doctor, I'm, the specialist I'm dealing with now, he said that kind of fall Anybody would have gotten slammed. It would have right. happened because this. But fall, also the rest of your body, typically, if you would have had the bone density of a 90 year old and had a fall, you probably would have had other areas of your body that. The let bone me tell have, you, right? absolutely. Because when, because I, I don't listen, I passed out. All right. I don't remember hitting the ground, but when I woke up, my face was turned this way and I'm going, I've steam is starting to come out of my nostrils because I'm knowing and while I'm lying down there going, there's something wrong with the left hand. And I just came from doing a two hour yoga practice of inversions, everything. And I'm going, there's something wrong with it. I know it. And I turn my head and I'm going to show you with this hand. I got a big hand, right? And I got like a classic yoga hand with a spread. So you see how like wide I can make the spread yeah. here? Well, this thumb, this was like way over here, man. And I knew that's just not normal. That can't be good. <laughs> then you start doing a body check. You're like, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, and I'm getting up going, what else? Look, weightlifting is part of this protocol. Um, jumping on the rebounder is a must because yeah, tell, my tell us body about the rebounder. Yeah. We'll put right, it's for that. very important to that. This is very, I think, very important. With the cardio, I'm on the rebounder for 37 minutes. But you kind of remember that I've been using the rebounder for a lot of decades, on and off. I've been working with a rebounder since absolutely 1990. At this point, knowing that I'm not osteoporotic, that I I will have either well, I used to have uh, wrist weights, one pound on each hand or one pound in each hand. Now, I have figured out that I can put a wrist weight here and wrap one around here when I'm on the rebounder. I wrap it around my upper arm. Um, or I uh, will wear a two-pound weighted vest. No more than that for me. I've experimented with heavier weight. Not good for my back. All right. Yeah, so exactly. I keep it low. Be, I am not advising. Much. Yep. I'm not advising anybody wear weighted Zina vest on her rebounder. Zena, <laughs> I know she does. I know. Up and down. And um, okay. But remember now about the rebounder. The rebounder is different from a trampoline. And when people say mini trampoline, it's wrong. It's wrong because the springs are on a trampoline. You want to go super high on a trampoline. On a rebounder, you want to push down. It's not about how high you go down, uh, go up. It's about how hard down you go. So what rebounding does, what dry brushing does, because I dry brush every day, what the infrared sauna does is they help the lymphatic system. Now, these castor oil packs are all about allowing that lymphatic system to be strong enough should any of this burst, these cysts, 
I know that the type of cysts I've had had are not poisonous. I want my lymphatics to do their job, which is suck it up and then kick it out of the body. So when I did in 2019, by way of Chef AJ, I found my doc, the best doc in the world, Dr. Frank Sabatino. And he is my doc. He is my go-to for everything. And awesome. He's unbelievable. I can't believe he's my doctor. Okay. I can't believe that when I get, you know, blood work and stuff, I send him out a text. I got to go over it with you first. And he knows that before I talk to any medical doctor, I'm talking to him. Right. First. So so you did, you did these modalities as far as the infrared. But there's another one. There's another one. There's another one that's important with Dr. Sabatino. So I went and I did a water fast with him and I did it in uh, late October, early November of 2019. And it was a 10 day water fast, two days of juicing, 10 days water four, four and a half days of refeeding. I did a Hey, Apple. I love Apple. Um, you're cracking me up when you do this. Apple um, is, is saying, hurrah, it's Angela. Sorry. I love Apple. <laughs> I love Apple Zine. I love these people. When I went to go do the, the water fast with Dr. Sabatino, I scheduled another transvaginal ultrasound one week to the day of coming home. I had it, saw the results, Amy, the uterine lining went down by 30, 33% from that water fast. I can yeah. say that absolute with yeah. absolute. All right. Now, a, I can a say water it. fast, that's something else. I mean, we don't want to give out medical advice. If you yeah, some not- people do some fasting, but if you're going to do fasting, especially if it's more than two or three days, you really need to have it supervised by a professional who knows about water fasting. Right. Like Dr. Sabatino. Let me tell you something. I went into a major hypoglycemic like seizure the second day. And Dr. Sabatino was like, I don't know if you're going to be able to carry on. I'm not sure we're going to be able to do this. You know, and inside me, I'm going, I'm like cursing to myself. Right. I got through it. All right. Um, But that's what we found. The other thing that we found was because it was, not quite sure what was going on because cysts can hide in a scan, by the way, they can hide and you, you'll think they're gone. They'll tell you, oh, it's gone. And then the next time they say, well, we weren't right. It was behind some fecal matter. It's back. So yeah. I had some of that going on. It was after that fast though, they came back and they said, that right cyst is out of here. It's really gone. Yeah. So this thing, sayonara, the uterine lining, gone. My OBGYN, she did a, a manual of my left breast and goes, uh, yeah, you're not dense anymore. I was over 60 to change something from when I was 16. Right. And right? See, so it's, it's not too late. If you, it's if you never think. too late, not ever for anything. It's just yeah. that because how society looks upon aging, blaming aging for everything, Um, You have to understand that with me, what we found out with my endocrinologist was she said, you were on what medication back then? And I said, it was lithium. She goes, we now know that that causes thyroid nodules and possibly that lymph, that enlarged lymph node. I went, okay, that's three. So is it possible that these psychotropic drugs also contributed to these other endocrine related masses. And she went like this to me. She shrugged. She yeah, I mean, there know. is a place for these drugs for some people. So nobody's telling anybody not to go on them because sometimes right. they're the best that you can do. And sometimes the benefits outweigh the risks. It's just my experience. You know, like I said, I'm the 30 year study. So there is a, and that's why I'm so glad that I am now at least five, six years off all those drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, Right. My but sleep. now you did, but you did adopt the plant-based diet as well. This is absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it was, I returned to it in 2017 and I absolutely, and when I got introduced to Chef AJ's work, 
in 2018, I was like, well, this is right up my alley because my trigger foods would be anything with flour anyhow. And so I knew to not go to that. And I knew about all the other stuff, just avoid it, you know, for myself. And, and, and just hearing her and all the great speakers and guests, Amy, I, I saw you several times on her show before meeting you with it, with your show and stuff. I mean, it, everybody was, and is an incredible inspiration and motivation to me for myself. But also what I did is I wanted to see what I can learn from her and everybody she brings on from my clients. And my clients may not be whole food plant based, but I got to tell you, they eat a lot more plants because of me. (laughs) Wow. This guest is a real firecracker. I like it. Inspire me to take no names. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, take no prisoners. Okay. Because if I would have gone the, uh, Nancy Logan, uh, if I would have, uh, she's sweet. Yeah. She came for a few minutes. She's so sweet to have done that. She had a big thing that she had to do today. If, if I would have gone the real traditional medical route, what I got presented with was a, a, a OBGYN. He said to me, uh, we need to, we, we, I love when a doctor calls it, we need you to have a hysterectomy. So you're not in pain anymore. And I just was like, wow, that's a big leap. How about an oophectomy? I mean, an oophectomy just to remove the cyst, even that consideration. So I, yeah, I, you, I, I, he was no longer my doctor. Let me put it that way. And I got another one who is a female who gets it. She gets it. And she completely supported me and said, science supports you. Your cysts don't need to have an operation. I'm like, okay, I love her. Okay, great. Also, what we found in all that time period of like 2018, 19 in living this lifestyle is I am no long, longer subclinical hypothyroid. And I, I'm telling you right now, I made my, my doctor write it down on my chart. I said, I want to see you write down on paper that I'm no longer, I have this, no problem. She writes it down and that it's no longer, in fact, my endocrinologist discharged me. She said, I know you have the thyroid nodules. She goes, I'll see you in a couple of years if you want to scan. She goes, your PCP can treat you. I'm here for you if you need me, but really you don't need to come to me anymore. And I'm like, listen, doc, you know, you just kicked me to the curb and that's okay by me. You know what I mean? It was like one less thing to contend with. Oh, so yeah. there is a lot to be said. Yeah, I, I I, don't know. You know, Amy, it's been almost two years now since the last scan, okay, because of the pandemic and stuff. And it did affect me financially. And so I have to hold off on the scans. But I can tell you this, that I have been absolutely pain-free since August of 2020. I haven't had one spasm. I mean, my clients had to deal with me back then, calling them uh, that it would just hit. And if I got a spasm, it would be like a two week thing that was awful in bed, just awful. I don't have that anymore. I just don't. So I even oh, question well, if there's anything there. Know that she said my DEXA scan showed I have very little osteoporosis. Yeah. yeah. And she wanted to know if maybe you had. No. no. Hey, Renee, my love, I did this. First of all, congratulations on what you're sharing here about you. All right. That's phenomenal. Um, I have never taken any medication for this stuff ever. Um they, they might, the endocrinologist talked to me about the possibility of thyroid medication. She even brought up the possibility of a thyroidectomy. And, I, and that was also, I was like, mm, I gotta, you know, but she was, she was willing to be patient to see what happened. And then like, she's the one who wound up discharging me. So, um, no, I don't take anything. You don't take I, any bone medication. No, I do supplementation and my food and my supplementation is based on my issues. I don't just randomly take stuff. All right. And I only take pristine third party checked USP that Dr. Greger would say, yeah, very good. And Dr. Frank Sabatino, who is not into supplementation, all right, but looked at my stuff and went, it's, okay. it's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay. So, um, so I'm very, very picky about what I'm using, what I put in a smoothie, all of it. Okay. And then um, okay. animals have always been a part of this life program, this life story with me. Cats have always been with me. And um, my journey with whole food plant exclusive started with 
animal, uh, you know, being ethical, um, then went into health. And now the longer I'm in it, the more, the closer and better understanding I have of the climate and the environment and what's happening to this planet. Exactly. And, uh, and that so, seems to be what happened. People come into this lifestyle, either maybe for the animals, maybe for the environment, or a lot of times for the health. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the other thing I want to share with you is because I got so affected business-wise by the pandemic, I really did get wiped out. It, it, I, it, I literally have no retirement funds left. Okay. I, I'm in the three professions that nobody wanted to be near and um, with personal training, with yoga and with massage therapy. All right. Yeah. Why don't you and, tell us about what you do? This is a good time to talk about that. Okay. But I, I yeah, because I want to share something with that because my point being is it, there's still hope with that. Okay. Um, I, it's not like to be Debbie Downer. So w w as far as my work goes, so I have been working with older adults. I'm going to say that. I know it's not politically correct, but I'm one now. I am 64 and I'm going to call it that. I've been working with old, older adults since I'm 30 and I started with personal training. It's still there with the training. Um, I do it virtually. And I do a, a little bit in home locally. Um, I do Hatha yoga. I got certified in Hatha yoga when I came down here in 2002. Um, and uh, that was one of the reasons why, why I wanted to come here was to go to a specific school because back then there were very few yoga schools. Now there are a dime a dozen also, right? Hey, hello, that's out on Miami Beach. And um, <laughs> I like this shirt that says sulforaphane. Sulforaphane, <laughs> that's right. That's right, absolutely. And then also um, at 57, when I went back to, thank you for uh, massage therapy, I uh, also not only got my license in massage therapy, but I got a certification for geriatric massage. So I work with people for um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's in, in massage therapy. That's not done on a table. That's done on a reclining chair or somebody's like a home hospital bed. And I also do palliative care massage where literally the fam family brings me in in the process of transitioning to the other side. So it's quite a unique experience. And um, in the midst of this kind of like, oh boy, I've lost everything, right? Um, and I've been a member of Feel Fabulous Over 40, Chef AJ's group now for, <laughs> that's that picture, man. I get more comments about that. Well, you're fabulous um, over 40. What can I tell you? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, there, there I was like one, oh God, one Friday night, I'm sending like an email to a, to a bankruptcy attorney. Okay. Seriously. That Sunday, this was near Thanksgiving. That's the thing of it. It's like, oh my God, the timing. I, that Sunday morning, I get an email from Tobias of Better Life Summits, and he's one of the producers of Chef AJ's Summits and also Feel Fabulous Over 40. And he writes me and says, we think you'd be a fit to like provide us for some video work for the group. And I'm just like, what? That came out of nowhere. And I just thought... I would love the gig, you know, and I, and I'm still doing it and I'm absolutely adoring it. We just had a, uh, we just had a production meeting last week where I could toss it around ideas back and forth because we've got this to contend with, right? This doesn't mean I don't work out folks. This just means I can't hold weights in this hand anymore. I can't do it like that. So I'm figuring out all kinds of crap to get this uh, my biggest thing is to not become osteoporotic because of this, right? And one of the hand surgeons I went to, she is the, considered the top one in Miami Beach. And she said to me, you will become osteoporotic if you don't do your workout. I told her, I said, so I'm going to show you a couple of ideas of exercises. And she's looking now, remember, she treats NFL and the NBA players. Yeah, okay. So they get injured. All right, all the time, all and the they time, yeah. and and the beauty that I was told by all three hand surgeons is I don't need surgery, and within three weeks this bone is starting to heal. Mm. All right, now doesn't mean that it might not be it might not be a full healing, whatever. But the point being is, they said to me, "You keep going at it, you're going to be able to return to massage therapy, and you're going to be able to return to weightlifting. It's just going to take time." 
patience and the proper PT afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I'm still working. I'm not doing massage therapy, but um, I am figuring out how to work out with this thing. Right. I mean, you did a chair yoga with us. That's right. You're going to come back and do other office chair yoga in the future. And and you showed how you you don't have to do a downward dog to do yoga. You can still do lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Tobias, at first I thought, oh, I'm going to lose that gig. Right. Because, you know, aesthetically who wants this thing in a video on your platform forever as part of a private membership and Tobias writes me back and goes, no, no, we think it's badass. We want you on. Exactly. Keep going. That's, that's life. Right. Life isn't right. Per- perfect there all the time. Life is you break a bone or something, it happens. Does that mean you're supposed to stop? Right. No. Exactly. That's how I see it. Farida wanted to know what brand of supplementation. Okay. If you don't, if you don't mind me saying it, then um, I I do use, it's a practitioner based supplementation. So be careful, Farida, probably better go to their website. It's Premier Research Labs. And they're out of Austin, Texas, because unfortunately, uh, some some people have basically pirated the work, and um, they've created like fake labels and stuff. And they're oh. selling they're selling this stuff on Amazon. And what happened to me, Amy, is uh, I found out about Prima, Prima Research Labs went to Amazon to purchase. I made a purchase, and then I made a purchase directly from them. And I looked at the ingredients and there was one ingredient off and I knew I had the fake one from mm. Amazon. So be careful for it. Yeah. It's premier Sometimes, research yeah. labs. The other one I'm going to recommend though is also, and this is from um, Jeff Palmer and he has the clean machine and he has a, a, an excellent line of supplementation that even Dr. Frank Sabatino suggests some of the supplements there as well, yeah. all plant-based you know, excellent, excellent quality. Yeah. And all, and Dr. Furman has some supplements that right. he sells too. And I yeah. feel confident that he, yeah. I mean, you could probably get them on Amazon, but then again, are they the real thing or should yeah, you? Yeah, this through? is the kind yeah. of stuff because it's really uh, plant-based and really pristinely sourced, right? And tested that I would go to the real deal. I would go to the original person, the original company. I wouldn't play games with that stuff. Yeah, I agree. Your website? Yes, is boomerandbeyondwellness.com. There it is, boomerandbeyondwellness.com. Thank you. And I'm also on uh, Facebook. If people are interested in the Feel Fabulous Over 40 program, okay, Chef AJ, at least for right now, they're offering two-week trial period for $1. Wow. Yeah. And what happens, yeah. And you get, you get exposed to the entire platform and that includes my workout videos on there, my yoga videos. They have another yoga teacher with videos there. We have chair yoga. We have, we show ways of how to do exercise with no weights or any kind of accessories. Um, That's wonderful. I'm glad that you shared that platform. And it's, that's feelfabulousover40.com. Wow. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, so many people showed up today to watch Thank you, you and they, you have a lot of fans and you're very, so inspirational. We all could have an excuse for not eating the right way and not exercising and not being proactive and taking care of ourselves, whether it's something from our childhood or health conditions or life conditions. And You've been going through it all since you were very young. You've gone through the gauntlet of so many different things, but yet you still continue to have a positive outlook and you're proactive and you don't just take something that somebody says to be what you're supposed to do. You research and you look into things and you found a way to get to the other side of a lot of these different health issues that you went through. And it was just so inspiring. And I hope that people consider taking on a plant-based lifestyle if they haven't already, or if they have to take it up another notch, guys, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because you can say you're plant-based, but your shopping cart and your your kitchen Mm. has to show it. And that's really when you're going to get these results, don't you think, Angela? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Because the cleaner the food, the more you get from that food, right? I mean, there's just so much with the phytonutrients and the and the vitamins and the minerals. And that's the thing for people with osteoporosis is to really hammer home the importance of the greens and of the minerals. This is what works for the bone. The bone loves that, you know, I mean, I, 
some of my clients, they can't handle eating salads because of GI issues. We got them doing green smoothies. Yes. Yep. So there, yeah. there's a way to do it. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad that you're out there helping people and that you are on with Chef AJ because she's doing a lot of really great work and you having her as a vehicle to spread the word for your work as well. I wanted to ask everybody that is watching or listening, tell us what you're going to remember. What's your takeaway? Mm -hmm. And also I'm going to be talking to you about a special announcement. I did want to thank Jess Task Voice because she did that countdown and she did the intro for you as well. Thank and you. I wanted to tell you that coming up next, we're going to have returning Timory Hagenberger. Oh, she's an RDN. She's known as the nutrition professor. And she's going to be doing a culinary demo of plant-based. It's not tuna. It's curry zuna. Ooh. And she's <laughs> going to be doing a yummy mayo and she's going to be doing a chocolate sauce. So please come back and join us on Wednesday, June 1st at 3 p.m. Eastern, New Pacific on Be Green with Amy Live. And we're going to have a great time learning about her recipes. And she's always got a lot of smart things to talk to us about. I wanted to thank Oh, <laughs> And Charles said, take no names if you want to be healthy. Do it. <laughs> you got it. Well, for all of you, I used to do this when I was a kid because I always loved getting hugs. And that's why I married Rick because he's a big oh. hugger. And so what I want you all to do is what my Uncle Lou used to tell me on the phone. He used to say, take your right hand and grab your left shoulder and take your left hand and grab your right shoulder. Now squeeze. And that's a hug for me to you because we all need hugs. Yeah. All of you, if you want to join me with Angela and in the comments, you can type in my tagline, which is be strong, be well, and be green. Are you ready, Angela? I am. <laughs> okay. Well, until I see you guys again, remember, be strong. Let me see that muscle. Ooh, yeah. I'll go put up two. <laughs> <laughs> be well and be green. green. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green with Amy.